0: guys welcome back to the podcast um I got out of work early today which was nice like like shout out to like the software program we had just not working and IT not being able to fix it and letting us leave (laughs) early for the day so I have time to do this the day after I had um therapy um yesterday was my last therapy appointment with my therapist um which is still hard like like I'm not even sure it's like completely um necessarily like hit me in a way like because you know it takes a little bit for it to really sink in like all right like I'm like never I might never see this person again um I probably won't see this person again and it's hard like it's definitely um part of not only like the complex PTSD stuff but like the neurodivergent stuff that I have I think that I don't like change. I like my routine. I like doing the same things every week. And, like, when there's a change to that routine, I get thrown off. And for the last, like, year and a half, since last February, I've been seeing this therapist every Wednesday. Um, the first, like, couple months I saw her were all, like, telehealth. But other than that, um... I've been seeing her every week, and she's been one of the only consistencies in that way that I've had in my life since, like, for the last, like, year and a half. Like, I have hardly ever, I hardly see other people on a consistent basis in that way. Um, so it's really weird for me to think about, like, I have an appointment set up with a new therapist next week already on, like, the same, on, like, Wednesday again. Um, so I, like, don't even have to, like, figure anything out when it comes to that, and, but it's just odd to think that I'm, like, going to be transitioning to a completely new person, having to, like, get to know a completely new therapist, and see, like, what they're like, and how our energies and, like, our personalities, like, work together to figure out how to best do what we want to do, and, and then see, like, um, how our, like, scheduling, her works like when when is she free when will I have appointments and seeing if that changes (sighs) yeah um one thing that I thought was kind of interesting was the way that that like that she asked me a bunch of questions um about like how I felt about myself like like do I think I improved in this way and that way? And then she asked me to talk about things that I think I've gotten better at in, like, my mental health or anything like that, too. Um, I thought that was really, like, good for me to do, um, to say those things out loud, because I'm very hard on myself, and I I don't really, like, celebrate... My own victories very much. Um, whenever I feel like I do, I always immediately think of things that I am still doing wrong or I'm still struggling with. And it's just hard to sometimes, even though I can like look back at myself in like years past and like look at things that I used to do, and like even like sometimes just seeing people making videos talking about their own traumatic situations on social media makes me see like how far I've come that I like don't feel like that anymore um when you're more in the beginning part of the whole process um but it's hard still for me to really see it and to be able to say out loud like I know that I've gotten better at this and that and this and that instead of just focusing on the things that I'm still not good at um so that's something Uh, and it was kind of fun just because this was really the first time that I've ever left like a therapist like this like um I've said this before but every other therapist that I've stopped seeing there's been three therapists before this one that I stopped seeing but it was like my choice like I was the one that um stopped seeing them and each time I did that I like just emailed them during the week and said that I needed to, like, take a break from therapy for a while and just never went back, um, and, like, yeah, like, I technically did something like this for, like, the therapist from my treatment program, but I've said this before, that program is, like, a short-term thing, like, the longest you can be there is, like, three months, which is how long I was there, so, um, like, from the beginning, you know that this is, like, only lasting a certain amount of time, So, like, even though it was hard when I said goodbye to, like, all the therapists and stuff there and the friends that I made there and things like that, um, we knew the entire time that it was going to be like that. That's kind of why those programs last, is that you're in, like, this weird space where you um, know that it's only going to be for a short amount of time, so you just kind of go all in with what – I think that's why it works, like, that you're able to, like, really talk to these – to, like, strangers, really – about things that normally would take you much longer to to like admit and be vulnerable like that around people but since it's only going to be for a couple months it's easier to like get over that hump in a way um so this one was it was kind of interesting to see like what it was like like granted like my therapist is the one that ended things because she's quitting like she's quitting the um clinic that she works at because it was a second job but it's still and she did say some like really nice things to me which was really nice that she'll miss working with me she thinks that I'm funny she likes my sense of humor and um will miss like hearing like my perspective I guess on things or like how I say things um and said some also like really nice things about me just as a person um but I don't want to repeat those because you know vulnerability (laughs) um I will say though that like the um that appointment definitely went a lot smoother than I think it would have otherwise gone because something really positive for me happened during this week which is that I like started talking to one of my um old friends again Um, which was, like, amazing. So I've mentioned this on here a few times. I'm pretty sure that I mentioned it on an episode that I did last weekend, like, just, like, offhand, but um, out of, like, the friends that I had from high school, times there was one that I had lost contact with, and it wasn't really because of anything necessarily that they did they were moving in with someone that I was good friends with that I stopped being friends with and that person was very like a very was someone who was more controlling like they were not the type of person that would be okay with like a friend an old friend of theirs being friends with someone like their roommate but not with them anymore they, they weren't all right with, like, you being friendly with people that didn't like them, um, so that was mainly the reason why we stopped talking, is because of that situation, it wasn't really anything to do with her, herself, um, it wasn't like we had, like, an argument, or we didn't get along, or, or anything like that happened, I just knew that, um, as long as that girl, that other person was around, we couldn't really talk, because, she she would want me to talk to her too and I really didn't like her so I didn't want to um and I mentioned her on here in the last couple months because like I feel like it was like months ago like back in like February it was a long time ago I like randomly got um got recommended her Instagram page and it was just like someone that I follow still from high school um is like was like friends with her so it just came up and I was like what the fuck and for the last like however many months um for the last like three months or so I've like looked at her profile like every couple days and um and thought about like following her or liking her or like liking her posts or like what or commenting or something but I just I felt like Um, frozen like I had this it's like that the you know the fight or flight thing of like freeze where you feel like you're you're just stuck like I get these moments where I think like I could do this or I could do that but I just feel like frozen in this decision and I can't like move forward or backwards and like even if my like rational brain is telling me that everything will be fine I like am still too scared to, like, actually, like, move forward. So, like, with that, because um, the thing with this friend of why I wanted to talk to her, not only because she is, like, the last person that I really have from that time, from, like, high school time, um, is also that, um, she, her family is at least, somewhat like similar to mine like there weren't there wasn't like sexual abuse going on in her household growing up but her parents were very similar to mine and which is why like I think we got along as well as we did and um actually one of her nieces was sexually abused by someone and so she like understands like kind of what that is like, and it's like rare to find someone who I would know that I already knew and trusted and knew a lot about me and everything that like understood kind of all of that. And so, the thing that like made me feel stuck for like months where I would just I would literally like stare at her profile for like minutes at a time and would think about adding her, but just like couldn't get myself to do it because I was too scared is that like finding someone who could understand that and also understand me I was afraid that I knew that it would hurt a lot if she didn't want to talk to me because of how I was the last time we talked which was back in 2009 when I was like 23 24 um and it was hard like because like I said I'm really hard on myself and like I've always looked back at myself during that time as like I was a I was a mess for most of my life that's how I look at myself as I was a mess and so I was afraid that if I like added her and tried to talk to her that she wouldn't want to talk to me because she was still friends with like our with like my ex-friend or that she just didn't want to talk to me because she just didn't want to deal with it Um, and so I just felt like scared by that because I didn't I really I knew how much it would hurt me if that happened and I didn't want that to happen, so I just, like, didn't do anything, and, like, even though, like, it's, like, it's been 13 years, like, why would you at least not give someone a chance after that long, but you never know with people, like, if their life is going however they want it to go, they have no obligation, you know, to talk to you about anything, Um, but I don't know, I, I think because I Um, mentioned it during one of the podcast episodes I did last weekend on Saturday I was just thinking about it and like really late like Saturday night like at like one o'clock in the morning or something I just like impulsively not in that impulsively because I've been thinking about it for months but still I just added her Instagram onto my like added her as a friend and the The way that, like, that week I kept thinking, like, you should just add her as a friend, like, at night, right before you go to bed. So that you don't have any time to sit there and be, like, super anxious about it and overthink about it during the day about if she's going to respond to you or not. Because then you can just, like, go to bed. And if she does, by the time you wake up, okay. But otherwise, it will take, like, some of the pressure off of that. Um, But, like, so I did it. But then, like, literally, like, right... Like, right away, like, right after I added her, she requested to add me me back and, like, was, like, commenting on some of, like, my photos on my Instagram and was, like, asking to, like, talk to me. And, um, so, yeah, like, it went, like, the best that it possibly could. And because of that, like, this week was, like, really actually, like, a good week for the first time. like forever that I can remember that I felt like really good about a week and didn't like even though like the mass shooting happened that's obviously horrendous and like even though I had like my last appointment with my therapist because I had this friend now that I've been talking to and like catching up with and talking things out with about like telling each other like all that's happened in the years since we stopped talking um and everything that and also just with like new perspective as adults about what was actually going on in our lives back then um that stuff was easier to handle because it wasn't because I was able to get away from social media like it's funny because I like have said this forever on here like every single episode on here that I ever had, like, a breakdown about friends on, like, I'm pretty, like, I did an episode last weekend talking about how I don't know why anyone from the past would want to be friends with me, because I didn't treat them right, only for, like, a friend of mine from the past to immediately want to be friends with me, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure that, like, even in that episode, I said that, um, I said that, like, I, I don't, um, Sorry, I just like totally lost my train of thought. I know this happens on this podcast sometimes. Um, hold on. I remember the thing I've always said about friends and why I've missed them so much is that I knew that if I had friends to talk to, that it would make like the pressure be easier with like social media like the friends that I've made online in the last like two years or so I feel a lot of I felt a lot of pressure around our like interactions and would like overthink things a lot because they were the only people that I ever talked to and so I was I was always afraid that like what if I say or do something wrong and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing that like causes um them to not want to talk to me anymore and then I don't have anybody and like all of those interactions have been much better in the last since like last Saturday because I have somebody else in my life that I'm talking to that I like met up with already in person to talk about everything um and yeah I always knew that's what I needed it was just a matter of like it happening (laughs) honestly um and also just social media in general like on Tuesday yeah on Tuesday when the the school shooting and everything broke like a half hour or something before I met up with this friend in person so we could talk one-on-one about everything instead of just like on Instagram and um, it made that made like all of the just horribleness from the school shooting a lot easier to handle because for me personally like it's really easy when that stuff happens for me to just see this hor- horrifically depressing news and just become really depressed and put myself in like a dark space but because she immediately came and we like hung out and like we're talking for like the next five hours after that happened and not only did I get out of the apartment, but we, when we the whole time we were talking, I wasn't looking at my phone. Like, when I had my friends um, before, like, the friends that I had here before everything fell apart, when we would hang out, I would only ever look at my phone, really, when we were hanging out, if we were, like, sitting somewhere and we were bored, or if I was, like, trying to, you know, find, like, a picture or, like, take a picture or something like that, but otherwise... I would just like leave my phone and wouldn't look at it during when we were hanging out which made which is much nicer and so when I was seeing her and talk and we were talking about everything for like five hours during that time I like barely looked at my phone that whole time and so like yeah I read up about what was going on with the school shooting when I got home and before I went to bed but it like it it's just nice because even though all the news from that just continues to be even more horrific because of course of the fucking police um it's easier for me to balance it because I have somebody in my life that I can talk to about stuff and they like liked then they're like excited to hear from me they want to hear from me they think that I'm funny like she's like said that I'm really funny or I make her laugh it's it's like wild like I told my therapist that I like almost forgot what that was like like you know, talking to somebody on a regular basis who wants to hear from you, who genuinely likes you and and enjoys your company and thinks that you're cool and, like, wants to hear your opinion and likes and just enjoys you, like, it's, like, stunning almost to get that back after not having it for so long. Um, And the thing, it's, like, wild in a really cool way because it's been... 13 years since we talked but it's like no time has gone by it just sometimes I know that people just get along in that way where that can happen but it's just it's really cool how that's happened and one thing that's been really helpful for me too is the fact that she told me some stuff about like the person that I was friends with that I that things went badly with which is why like her roommate, the reason why I, like, stopped talking to her, um, that, like, made it very clear that me, like, made it clear that, like, the relation, like, the friendship that I had with that person was not, that was not, like, my fault, um, because like I said in the beginning of this episode, I'm really hard on myself, and I'm especially really hard on myself when I think back to my, Younger self around those years, especially like in my mid, like early to like mid 20s, I knew that I was a huge mess and then walking trauma response and not dealing with everything. And like some of the things that like this friend that I just met up that I connected with again used to say back then, I like said, you know, no, that's not true, but they like make sense now, like having to do with like my family. Like I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in an episode recently. That, like, she said, like, I think that your dad is, like, you, she was, like, worried about, like, how often I talked to my dad and, um, and thought, and said, I remember her once saying that, that it doesn't seem like your mom, like, helped you, like, get ready for life, like, told me what, you know, things that a person is supposed to know before they move into, like, an apartment on their own and I got mad when she said that but that was absolutely like true um and I remember one thing she said is that she thought that I was doing going into like the legal assistant paralegal world just because my dad like wanted me to and I said like no that's not why I want to too but that kind of was why Uh, like I didn't know the difference then between like what my parents wanted me to do versus what I actually wanted to do um but I never would have done it if he wasn't if he hadn't brought it up so um so because of those things I always like I've I've just always been incredibly insecure about like cleaning as well and like that's something that I talk about on here cleaning is always a huge struggle for me a big reason why I moved into a studio apartment and instead of like a one bedroom was because studios are smaller and it would be a smaller space for me to like keep up because I know that it's still difficult for me and um like going through the EMDR stuff last couple months has been hard and there's been like cleaning things I've been struggling with during that time and Whenever that stuff comes up, like, the fact that I, like, don't have anything for my kitchen because I never do the dishes because I can never do the dishes and that, like, I have a hard time, like, vacuuming or, like, taking out the garbage or, like, cleaning my bathroom, the, like, that stuff, I'm, like, super insecure about that stuff. And when I lived with that roommate that, um, that my friend, like, lived with after I stopped talking to them for years one of the things that was like a big problem when we lived together was that I didn't clean and um they would like really get on me about that they would like clean the whole apartment when I was at work and so I would come home to them having like spent the entire day cleaning and they would have like gone out and like bought like a vacuum or like bought like a bunch of cleaning products and would want me to like pay them for half of it and I would I would do it but like I, like, would have no idea that it was even happening, because none of them, like, would have told me what they were doing during the day, I would have just, I just would come home to that, and then I would feel, like, super guilty that they did all of that, that they, like, cleaned up, you know, the place that I live when I wasn't even home, so I couldn't even try to help and, like, contribute, and, um, and it was, like, this whole, it turned into, like, a whole big... Like issue when I lived with her and it was some and ever since I lived with her there was always like this self gaslighty voice in my head that told that told me like maybe like maybe I was really like the problem like maybe I was the one that caused that friendship to break apart maybe even though the friend that I that I stopped talking to maybe even though she was like kind of gaslighty and like controlling and had like manipulative things we were all young we were in our early 20s like you don't know what the fuck you're doing when you're that age and I was like so but like maybe like I would just think like maybe even though she was doing that I was like part of the reason why that was coming out because I would like because I didn't know how to talk to anybody or like figure out how to do anything and I didn't know how to respond when things like that were going on and I just didn't know what to do and I just was like maybe I am I was like the issue back then and maybe I've just been trying to convince myself that I wasn't so that I didn't have to deal with like the responsibilities of that or like maybe I made the situation worse than what it would have already been um it's just been something that's always that I've always been like super insecure about is about the fact that I have a hard time cleaning that I just, ever since that experience, I just always felt like, like, I lived, when Cassie and I lived together, that was, like, I was uptight about it, Cassie wasn't like that with me, um, she was like, yeah, you have a hard time cleaning, but, like, who cares, like, that's only one part of you, that's not all of you, that's, I'm not gonna, like, stop living with you just because of that, but that was, like, something that I worried about, and that was part of the reason why, I just, like, moved into my own place after I stopped living with my sister. That's Cassie. Cassie's my sister's name. Um, because I just was afraid of that happening again, and I didn't want it to happen again. And so, if I lived with myself, I wouldn't have to worry about someone getting mad at me, and because of that, and, like, moving out, and another friendship, like, being ruined because of that. Um... So when I connected with this friend again, she told me like, no, like that, the, one of the first things she asked me is if I talked to like my old roommate and I said, absolutely not. I haven't talked to her in years. And she's like, okay, we aren't friends anymore. Like four years ago, she cut ties with her and it got like very manipulative and abusive when they were living together. Like she said that she would like read her she would like she knew the password to her facebook and would like go on her facebook and read like the conversations she had with like her friends and then would be like and then would like ask her about it and be like you don't tell me anything so i was like forced to do that um yeah it was it it was like really bad like really bad stuff like that very controlling very gaslighty narcissistic-y sort of tendencies and So when she told me that, that was, like, very, like, a revelatory sort of moment for me of, like, oh, like, that friendship wasn't my fault. And she even told me that, like, when she lived with her, the other roommate, she wasn't good at cleaning either. That, like, she had to, like, force her to, like, help out too. So, like, that made me feel, like, that helped a lot. Like, a lot of, like, those self gaslighty thoughts that I have about that time in my life I feel like are still there because they don't just go away like that but it's a lot easier to calm them because now it's like well this person shows up and proved to me that 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 friendship falling apart was not my fault that one was absolutely not my fault and that she was very gaslighting and controlling um and I was just like lucky to get like get away from her during before, like, it went on for as long as it did with my friend that I just connected with where it got much worse. It's always, like, amazing when you have, whenever we are able to get moments like that to realize that, like, no, we weren't actually the cause for that situation, even if I was struggling and didn't know how to be a person and didn't know how to communicate, um, that she still... Um, was more of the issue than I was because it was the same sort of thing that happened with this friend and at the same time it also makes me sad like I always wanted to believe like I wanted to believe that like you know maybe she's different now like the girl that I stopped being friends with like who knows maybe she's a completely different person now because like people change when you get older it's been 13 years and Like, Lord knows I'm very different than I was when I was 24 years old. It's very possible that she would be, too, in, like, a positive way. But it seems like she changed in the negative, um, which is too bad. But it's also, it was very nice, too, with this friend that I reconnected with to be able to tell her about everything with my parents and, like, the reality of, like, what was going on during that time so that she could get perspective about how I was acting and why I responded to things in certain ways, um, and, um, and because she, like, knew my parents and my family and stuff when I was in high school and all that, she, like, unders- could, like, understand, and I feel like one thing that's really good is that for me, and- her honestly is that she has um similar like abusive family dynamics like her parents were like emotionally and verbally abusive um but like it's the same kind of stuff you know like she also is like the scapegoat in her family her brother is the golden child in their family so there's a lot of like a lot of the things I struggle with and the dynamics that I struggle with and all that sort of stuff are things that she also struggled with so um she like understands and that's like really really nice that was why I wanted to talk to her um so it's been like great to like actually have that happen in person and to also like remember the things that happened in the past and have more perspective like I was telling her about the friendships with her with my old friends that fell apart two years ago that were also friends with her during a time and um and like her reaction to that made me laugh a lot like of her just being like why are they being such assholes was like really nice to hear um and made me laugh and all that sort of stuff so that was really that's been really great to like have someone to talk to during the day, like, it really is amazing how, like, even though I've said this for the last, like, two years, it's just amazing to see, like, how one person being introduced into my life that I trust, that I already trusted and, um, still do now, and that I can tell about all of this stuff that's going on, um, or has happened, And will like understand me, and likes being around me makes like so many things in my life easier. Like, work this week has been easier because I've like she's talked to me on and off during the day, which makes like the day go by faster. And, um, like being sad about not seeing my therapist anymore was easier because I had someone to talk about it with. Like right after the therapy session ended, and. I have something to like look forward to because of this like friendship just starting again and um like like I said the school shooting stuff like the negative stuff is easier to handle when you have somebody to talk to that you can go to about this stuff instead of like trying to talk to people that only know me online that I've only known for a little bit that don't know everything about me um and don't really know like yeah just don't like it's hard to like completely know a person as well as somebody who's already been close with you in the past just online and it's just like a weird dynamic because of online friendships like I love online friendships um I like the all the friends that I have from them still but it's just a different dynamic um and I'm glad because like it just makes everything easier like you know I, I like feel less pressure about trying to make videos on TikTok. I still want to, obviously, and still will, but, um, having other stuff to do, like, other- another person to talk to and hang out with, it just makes all of that, um, I feel like it puts almost, like, a barrier between me and all of that stuff that makes it much easier to handle in, a, like, a very positive way. Um, it's just really- like I feel like I'm rambling about this friend at this point but it's just really nice to get that friend back because she was somebody that I I trusted and I trusted a lot and um and I know that she trusted me too and like when I was in high school there were times uh every summer she would her parents would go up north or her whole family basically would go up north for, which is, like, I've I've said this before, that's a very Wisconsin thing to do, to go up north to, like, a lake cabin or go camping or something, they would go camping up north for, like, two weeks, and so for, like, two weeks, her entire family would be gone, and she decided during those two weeks to stay home, um, which I think says a lot about, like, her family, like, and everything, and so during those two weeks, her parents said that she could have, like, a friend stay, like, stay over with her when she, when they were all gone, since she was the only one gonna be in the house, so she, like, asked me to stay with her, and, like, so my, like, my junior year, like, the summer between my junior and senior year of high school, and then the summer between, like, senior year and when I started college, and then I think, I can't remember if we did it during, like, the summer between, I'm pretty sure we did it during the summer between, like, my first and second year of college too when they left for the week I would be at her house like the entire time and it was like um like legitimately like a highlight of my life during that time because I didn't have to be at home and so for like two weeks during that time I would still go to like my you know part-time high school job and um and then like the last time we did it when I was in college like I still had like a, a I had a job at a different place but it was the same sort of thing and she had a car so she would like drive me to work and come pick me up if or like one of our other friends would come do it or like sometimes my mom would do it um when I was in high school especially um but a lot of the time it was just like her driving me and picking me up and so like we would go like grocery shopping and buy a bunch of food for ourselves and we would like make whatever food we wanted we would like watch whatever movies we wanted we would do whatever we wanted and like since we were young we would stay up like really late at night and just do like fun things like I remember like her younger brother that is like the golden child in her family always he never believed um like either one of us and the rest of our friends that um that we like weren't drinking or on drugs or anything because they were like you guys have the house completely to yourself for two weeks and you guys aren't doing any of that when you're like teenagers or early in your early 20s but like that was just never the things that we were that interested in so we just never no we really weren't doing that like we would stay up all night like watching like Moulin Rouge and like Titanic and then like watch and then like write like our own versions of those movies on like her laptop that was made in like 1994 or something that's like or like dance around in the living room and like while like singing along to like the Mulan Rouge soundtrack or something that's like the stuff or like the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack or like whatever that's the kind of stuff that we were doing um and but yeah like those couple weeks was like almost like a like a peek into like what life could be like for me without my parents around because like I just, like, lived on my own, like, I did, I would do my laundry at her house, I would make myself, like, we would make ourselves our own food, we would get to work on our own, we would do everything on our own, and it was so nice to, like, be in a place where I didn't have to worry about, like, I wasn't, I wasn't scared, like, my parents weren't there, and, like, her family was gone, so I didn't, we didn't have to worry about that, I, we could just, like, hang out and have fun and, like, not have to be scared about, like, you know, someone coming home or and yelling at us about anything at all. It was such a nice break and, like, I legitimately looked forward to those couple weeks, like, the entire year when I was, like, in school. Like, it was something that I really looked forward to every single year knowing that that was going to come up soon and that I was going to get that and be able to, like, be away from my parents for, two whole weeks and like get like a break from it all before inevitably like having to come back um and so like yeah that she was really important and it's it's also like it was kind of funny for like people who like spirituality stuff like me um like she's the thing that was like wild is that i've been like i said i've been looking at her instagram since like february and like asking myself if I should message her on it or not and um and then I finally just like on a whim did it on Saturday and so when I started talking to her she told me that the like the day before like on Friday she had a dream about me that we were that she was talking to me and telling me that I was right about everything and we were talking like no time had gone by and so then when I, out of nowhere, added her on Instagram the next day. She immediately, like, added me back and wanted to talk to me right away. Um, But it's just, like, one of those, like, wild things that, like, how did she have a dream the night before that happened? Like, it's, like, I don't know what that means, but I just, like, trust that this is a good decision. This is something good that's happening in my life. And, like, even though I still have, like, horrible trust issues and I can, like, hear myself, like being afraid to like completely trust somebody even if it's somebody that I've already known before and already trusted a lot that like she never gave me any reasons not to trust her like um I we would tell each other stuff that we wouldn't tell other people in our like friend group or um like she was never one that like uh that like you know took advantage of the trust that I had in her Like, and, like, the thing, like, I just said that I thought was interesting is that this is one of those things I do not remember, but in the dream she had, she said that she was telling me that I was right about her, our other friend, her, our old roommates, um, at the, but I, that she said that I was always right about her, and she just didn't believe her, and I was like, I don't know what that means, or I don't remember that and she and I don't remember this conversation but I believe that I said it she's she told me that like when I lived with our the other friend that we don't talk to anymore um I remember that when I lived with her that me and her this friend we would talk about stuff going on with me and my roommate but my roommate would not talk to me about anything that was happening and it was a really weird dynamic and that's why I always said, like, we always had good communication. We weren't the problem there. Um, but she said during one of those conversations before, when I knew that they were, like, planning on moving in together, um, during one of those conversations, I, like, tried to tell her that, like, she's, that our ex-friend is, was very different when you lived with her versus when you were just friends with her, that she became a, a different person and like that sounds like something that I would try to do like try to warn her that like things aren't what they seem um and that absolutely was what was going on it's just like amazing like she spent all these years thinking that I didn't like her that I was like mad at her and hated her because I didn't believe her when I tried to warn her and that's not at all how I felt and it's also just like to like end this like me ranting about this good thing in my life. <laughs> um the thing that's been nice I for me too is that she's essentially in like the same place that I am. Like she's working at the same job she was back in the day and they don't pay her that much money and she lives in like an apartment by herself. She doesn't have any other friends because the roommate that um she hasn't talked that was our, you know, person that we had in common um manipulated her a lot and isolated her a lot from most of the other people in her life and so she hasn't had any like real like real friends in in, like years like she stopped talking to our ex-friend four years ago um so she hasn't had anybody close like that in a long time either she doesn't have a good paying job but she's trying to get one um And she's been going to therapy, working on everything with her family and, like, struggling with all of that, too. So, like, it's, like, almost, like, wildly refreshing to talk to someone who's in the same position as me in so many things instead of me feeling like I don't have all these things that everybody else does. Um, So that's been really nice. But to go back to talk about, like things going on with me and my or what what we talked about during the last session with me and my therapist um this kind of goes in line with what i was saying about this friend but one thing she had me talk about was like things that i've improved on since i started um seeing her which is a lot like she's made she's helped she helped me make so much improvement in my life in a very positive way um uh, which is why it was hard to like say goodbye like I told her like this is weird because I'll probably never see you again and if I do see you I don't know if I should say hi one thing she did say is that if I do see her in public somewhere that I as long as I like come up and I can come up and talk to her and if I say where um where I know her from that's uh that's fine she just can't be the one to say it because she has to hold our confidentiality which made me feel better, that at least if we ever run into each other again, that that can happen, um, but, like, um, I wanted to just bring up, like, one of the things that I, uh, brought up as something that I've improved on in the last, like, year and a half, that I think is, like, a good, uh, well, I know it's a good thing, but especially since I've just reconnected with this friend, is that I'm much better the things that I've improved on a lot is the way that I'm able to like cultivate relationships in a way um because like the the I can't remember if I talked about this on here or not I might have um but a lot of the friends that I've made online in the last like two years or so are all people that I really like and get along with but they also are not ones that like share like um like private or like vulnerable emotional whatever things um very much and I think it's interesting for me to like kind of meet a bunch of people like that like they're all like earth signs (laughs) which I think is interesting they all have like some earth sign placements and the stereotype of like earth signs is that you don't talk or you don't talk about like you yourself like your emotions what's making you upset and they all kind of fall into that and then like in the past somebody doing that like somebody not sharing something with me like me going to them me talking to them and like sharing with them like stuff that's going on in my life um like when I was upset about like something that happened at work or like something that my mom did or what I was working on in therapy or whatever it was um if that stuff, like, and they wouldn't then share things like that with me, or they would, like, say some things, but not, like, really completely open up, I would feel, like, that would make me feel, I would feel very insecure after that, like, the way that I was before. I would feel like them not sharing stuff with me meant that I cared more about them than they cared about me, and, every time that happened I would have I would end up like kind of like pressuring the the other person to like share things with me probably sooner than they wanted to and it kind of that's definitely like a people-pleasing thing that a lot of us do it kind of like creates this illusion of like closeness with the person like you feel like because you shared all of these like vulnerable things about yourself and that they then have shared similar vulnerable things about themselves that it means that you're like good great friends close friends best friends um or have like a great a good friendship that you can like build into something more um but that's not necessarily like the case it's kind of like flimsy it's it's kind of transparent in a way and transparent in the way that it's not like what it seems Because, like, you're basically, like, forcing them to do it. Because if you, if they don't, you're just, like, creating the situation where it feels like, to you, it feels like if they don't say something, it means that they don't care about you. And so if they don't do that, then you're just going to, like, stop talking to them and tell yourself that, like, you just care more about them and they're a bad friend and that's why that relationship didn't work. When in reality, it's not that. It's just that some people take time to, like, get to the place where they're really ready to do stuff like that, and, um, but you didn't want to get, you didn't want to, like, respect their boundaries, really, that's basically what that is, like, you didn't want to respect their boundaries because you wanted what you wanted in that exact moment, so you, I, like, would force it instead of, like, letting it happen in the way that was most comfortable for everyone involved, and I don't do that, like, anymore, now it's, like, Someone doesn't have to, even though, like, there's always that instinct of that, of doing that, like, someone doesn't need to be, like, need to do that. Like, I realize now that, like, um, doing kind of like the slow and steady trail, like getting to know somebody as time goes on, um, is like a better way of kind of figuring all of that stuff out. You, and it's also, it, like, it's a very, like, organic way of doing that because you kind of are, like, proving to that other person that they can trust you by like being someone that they can go to um with whatever and that you're not going to like betray that trust like it just kind of like organically builds like it's like like the friend that I have a second job with like when I first started that job I wanted to I wanted to believe that I could like start applying for jobs in that field after like a month or two but no it's been, like, seven months now, and I'm just now getting to the point of, like, working on my resume and thinking about putting it out there, um, and still, like, working on skills and all that sort of stuff that I can add to make it where I can actually get a job doing that. Like, it takes time and effort and all that sort of thing to, like, really learn all the things that you need in order to get what you want, and, like, I never wanted to, like, wait. I wanted things, like, now, Um, and since I've been able to, like, realize, like, no, this is probably going to take time, like, not only, like, the work situation, but also that friendship has, like, organically gotten much better over time, and to go along with that, something that I also struggled a lot with friends was kind of, like, I had a really hard time admitting when I was wrong, um, because, like, that seems like a weakness when you have abusive parents and it's also like a scary thing because if you're wrong it means that you're about to be like horribly punished and so I never wanted to be wrong because I out of like fear and so like um and whenever I realized that I was wrong it would always bring up all of those like really hateful thoughts about myself to the surface that I was stupid and dumb and an idiot and didn't deserve happiness and nobody would ever love me all those sort of things um even about like some of the smallest stuff that's what would happen and so I would never want to admit that I was ever wrong about anything and so um but like one thing with that that I've become much better at is like almost like picking my battles in a way like Before, when I would argue with people about things, I would, like, push so hard with them about something that it would, like, kind of create this situation where they would feel like they couldn't tell me things because they knew how aggressive, like, my reaction would be against whatever it was. Like, one thing that used to happen when I was, like, growing up is that, or most of my life, was that people would tended to say that they were, like, there would always be something going on that I wouldn't know about. That, like, something would be happening that my friends wouldn't tell me about. And it just, it kept happening as the years went on. And I was just, like, why are people not telling me these things? Like, why am I the only one who doesn't know what's going on? It just made me feel, like, that stuff just, like, reiterated, like, those feelings of, like, insecurity and those feelings of, like, I'm not important like this these people would like go on without me in their lives just fine I'm like because they obviously don't care about me that much if they're not including me in this stuff but I think it was more of a thing that because I was like so aggressive about certain like whenever I someone disagreed with me about something that I feel like they just didn't tell me that stuff because they knew how upset I would be and that I wouldn't and that I would have a hard time, like, hearing what was happening, thinking that it was wrong, and, like, or something that I didn't necessarily agree with, and not knowing how to react to that, and them not wanting to make me upset, and so I've, like, become way, way better at that of realizing, like, sometimes it's not just, it's just not worth it, and also, like, figuring out the balance of it's not, like, this is, like, a long-term thing I can talk to this person with versus, like, acting like everything is fine and, this, and that this thing doesn't upset me just because of people-pleasing stuff. Like, for example, the friend that I um, work with part-time, she's been seeing a, a therapist and a psychiatrist on Cerebral. Don't use Cerebral. That app is horrible. That, that, that may be, like, the worst one out of all of them. Um, and right away when she told me that I like sent her like a TikTok talking about why those apps are like not the best. And I just said, like, if you tried to see like a trauma therapist, um, even if you don't have like insurance or good insurance right now, they would probably work with you about how much it would be because trauma therapists are nice that way. Um, but I didn't like push it and I could have like past me would have pushed it much more. Um, but I didn't. And like every, and over the last like five or six months or so, every time I see a video of someone talking about like the very questionable things Cerebral is doing, um, um, I would just send a video to her and she would just be like, okay, yeah, I need to leave this app and find somebody new. And I told her like, I can, I know how to find people if you need help, but like, yeah, there's a lot of people out there that were probably the thing that was weird with the cerebral app is that they had her like seen a psychiatrist like every week and I was like there's no reason why a psychiatrist needs to see you every single week like a psychiatrist even if they change their medications your medications I mean it takes like two months to really like you know let the medication take effect and see how you feel so like usually with psychiatrists after like the initial appointment where they like get some of your history and figure things out it's usually like they see you like once every like two or three months and like and if they don't and if you don't need to change your medication and if and if you're not changing like your meds or changing like the dosages of your meds or anything you can go even longer than that without seeing them um so I was like I have no idea why they need to see you like every week because like nothing can change for a psychiatrist like that from week to week. Um and even and like the friend that I just reconnected with, she's been seeing a a better help therapist for the last year and like I don't like I don't like any of those like mental health apps. They like are kind of questionable with things, but She's been- she has a lot of, like, trauma things to work through with her family and her parents and also the ex-friend we have in common, um, and so it's, like, a thing of, like, yeah, that app isn't, like, the best, but it's more, like, important that at this point, because she's, like, somewhat early on in her thing, like, she's been in therapy for, like, a year, but that's still pretty early on, it's more important that she, like, is going at all and is, like, um, getting something out of it and is- um, wanting to, like, do more work and figure all this stuff out, um, then, like, me immediately telling her to stop seeing the therapist that she's been seeing for the last year that she enjoys seeing that has been, like, helping her, like, that, like, if stuff comes up with that app or if she gets a, honestly, the main thing, if she gets, like, a a new job that makes more money where she would be, it would be easier for her to, like, afford that, then that would- then that would be fine. Um, but, like, I'm not gonna- past me would tell her right away to, like, quit, but I don't want to do that. Sorry if you could hear that meowing. My cat, Doug, who's now purring very loudly next to the mic, likely, um, was needing attention, so he is now getting that attention. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like, those simple things are- ways that I can now like communicate with people better that I know that like past me would have like hurt the friendships that I have with the people in the last couple years and even with a friend that I just connected with already from doing that like I'm not I'm no longer like insecure in the way that I can't that I can like that I have to like almost prove that I'm right in every situation um and it's been, like, nice to, like, realize, like, no, I'm not being, like, people-pleasing like I used to be. I'm just, um, I'm just not, like, aggressively, like, dominating my point because I feel like if I'm not right, then I'm wrong about everything in life. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that's been the last, like, week those were like the main things that I talked to her about that I have improved on but I think those are the things that have helped me positively the best because it's been basically just like emotional regulation like that's essentially what those like things were like me being able to feel my emotions better and understand them and like not let them send me, like, careening down, like, a crazy path (laughs) or, like, becoming, like, super depressed or whatever as easily as I have in the past. Like, my dad's birthday and his, and, like, Mother's Day this year and the day he died were all, like, still always very hard, but they were easier than they'd been in previous years. Um... Like, Father's Day is coming up soon, so who knows what that's going to be like, but they are sim- they are easier for me to handle than they have been in years before this because I, um, because I just have, like, I think because I am able to look at things and understand because of EMDR work and all that sort of stuff that, like, it wasn't my fault and that I it wasn't my responsibility that my parents said it was but that wasn't right it's just like kind of those like simple amazing things of like working through these hard memories and realizing just how impossible the situations that I was in were just gives me and like remembering how like past me felt automatically gives me more empathy and love and support for like the past like younger versions of me and so it just makes it it takes away like a lot of that like pain like I'm still very like I said I'm still very hard on myself I'm still like struggling to do like creative things I'm actually hoping that my friend that I just connected with will help me with that because one of the things I've always kind of um admired about her is that she's very just creative like naturally creative like when the the Instagram account that she made where I found her in the first place was one that she started for like an Etsy shop that she started just like making crafts like cross stitches and like glass kind of made like jewelry and um things like that like she's always just been someone that's always drawing always making creative things and just she'll just have an idea and just just go do it and won't, there won't be, like, a th- whole thing, like, I do, where, like, I'll have an idea that I'll sit there and think about for, like, over a year, and then still, like, struggle to do it. She'll just go do it, and, like, will create whatever she wants, and, let you know, start, like, an Etsy shop, and, like, make, and, like, start, like, trying to market it to make money off of it, because why not? Um, she'll do all those things, and very easily, when I struggle, so hard with it and like i know why i struggle with that but it's i feel like being around someone that might help me like kind of move forward with that stuff is helpful like i guess the last thing i'll say in this episode to, to try to be another thing that happened this week that i thought was like something good that might help other people is that i was when i had like my weekly meeting with a friend that i work with i last week she like brought up her looking at my resume and like me improving it a little bit and her looking at it and like improving it some more so that I I can try to um put it like basically just looking at my LinkedIn and like and and then trying to improve my LinkedIn and um and putting me available to be searched for and seeing if I get like any job offers on there and um and, like, I told her straight up this week, like, I want you to do that, but you have to, like, you have to make it an assignment. Like, you have to tell me that I have to give you the link to my LinkedIn by this day or else I'm not going to do it. Like, I need I need someone there to, like, hold me accountable. And it's kind of funny because that friend and I were basically doing the same thing for each other, like she uses the meetings that we have every week as a way to like keep herself organized like during the meetings a lot she'll like organize her her like calendar she'll like move tasks around and she'll just tell herself that she has to have certain tasks done by this time on Monday because we're going to meet and if she doesn't do it by then then we don't have anything to talk about and so like during the meetings a lot we'll be talking about other stuff like work stuff And she'll be, like, like, making tasks and she'll be, like, explaining what they mean on her, like, account or, like, moving other tasks around and telling me what, why, like, she's canceling those out and what those mean. And so we're both kind of doing the same thing where we're, like, using the other person as almost, like, a way to hold ourselves accountable. Because, you know, you don't want to, like, not give, like, I don't want to not give her my LinkedIn page by Friday, which is what like she set as like the deadline for that, because she's my friend and I want to look at her and I don't want it like she's definitely still like my boss, so I like I don't want to like not do something that my boss is asking me to get done, you know, even if she is also my friend, that's still like what's happening, um, and so I I know I worked on it yesterday. I'm gonna send it to her probably by the end of tonight. And so, like, I know that I can do that, um, and it's, I just straight up told her, like, I need you to, like, make me, because it's one of those things, and I just just was very honest with her, like, and said, like, I'm very insecure about me being able to do new jobs, like, when I read, like, job descriptions, I immediately think that I can't do it, and, um, I just talk myself out of it, and I just... I don't have any confidence at all with my ability of being able to do something well and, like, in the way that, like, will make other people happy and, like, bosses and stuff and because I, every single job I've ever tried, it hasn't really worked out and, like, and it, um, I know that it's because of, like, I was do, trying to do things that made other people happy and not myself and it's hard for me to completely even know what I even want to do that would make me happy. Um, that's been, like, a whole struggle in and of itself, and so, um, I just told her, like, I'm very insecure about this stuff, I avoid it for, like, years on end, not looking for a job even if I want to, just be, and I'm always, like, psych myself out of things, but I also know that if she, like, forces me to do it and I start going on interviews, even if the interviews don't mean anything, and there's no pressure, and I'm just going on them to almost, like, practice what it's like going to an interview again, I know that it will like help me feel better like it'll it'll make things easier it'll help get like the ball rolling and so like if if she like forces me to start doing these things and I start going on interviews that go okay even if they don't hire me um then I know that it will be easier for me to keep going on my own but I just need someone to kind of help me start the process so yeah that was something that I like realized this week too that was that I feel like is really helpful for people because like it's really hard for us to ask for help but like there's nothing wrong with realizing that you need help like kind of getting your foot out the door and like it's not and it's not like a people pleasing thing of wanting to make the other person happy it's just a natural thing of like I like this person they're my friend so I don't want to have to explain to them why I didn't do this thing that I said I was going to do so if I tell them you have to tell you have to tell me i have to get this done by this day i don't want to make them sad i like them so i'm going to make myself do it instead of putting it off for 47 years <laughs> um so yeah that was my week this week um i know that things are really hard with the school shooting happening so do whatever you can to find like some sort of self care take breaks from reading about it if you can um like play a video game read a book listen to music listen to a podcast watch some youtube videos get outside if you can if you're able to but I mean I don't go outside so what am I saying but if you can do that try and take breaks from all of that stuff and find something just anything positive you can hold on to seeing all of that going on yeah that's all I can really say